Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. My guest today is one of America's favorite jazz saxophonists and songwriters. You know, he toured with Whitney Houston for more than seven years. He was featured on many of Luther Vandross's albums. He's done a lot of solo albums, film soundtracks. His music ranges from pop to R&B to smooth jazz to gospel. And by the way, he's got a total of 12 Grammy nominations. Uh, did win his first one back in 2011, which of course featured Layla Hathaway. And if you haven't figured it out by now, yes, I'm talking about the inimitable Kirk Whalum. Welcome to Hollywood Live Extra. Well, hello, and I'm, I'm very happy to be connected with your loyal and faithful fans. Oh, well, by the way, you know you are a fave here at American Urban Radio Networks. My producer, Jay Silvers, who we just spoke with. I think, Jay says you've been on every one of every single one of our shows at some point or another. So finally, I get to catch up with you. <laughs> you know? Uh, that's a great man. Yeah, well, so Jay and I go way back. And, uh, you know, which isn't to say that either one of us is old. But but the, but but let me just put it like this: the, the, I, my new record is a is my 60th birthday present to myself. It, it was wow. me getting on planes, going over to eight countries, and and doing collaborations with all these new artists. Well, many new and emerging artists, some established, but most of them half my age. And so I feel so, you know, exuberant, connected. I uh, feel like intrepid. Right, I know that's right, well, and it's called Humanite, correct? Is that it? The title? Well, of it? so it's, since I am a Frenchy guy, I, we lived in Paris for a while, and I, I studied there as a student. Um, the little accent on the end makes it humanite, which is just the oh, humanity. Okay, Humanité. Okay, very good. I knew that there was something that I was missing on that. So that one of the things I want, because I've actually listened to it. I really like it, Kirk. You got some stuff on there. And what I was really moved by was the selection of artists and songs for the album. And you just touched on that. Who are some of these people? Some of them we've never heard of before, but and they really sound good, I have to admit. Oh man, thank you. So yeah, that that really is that really is um, the theme. It's, um, these artists uh, are it's, some of them are really big in their area. For instance, Afghan. Uh, you can Google him. He, he spells it without an H. But Afghan um, has something like uh, seven million followers on social media. Um, mm. He's a very big star in Southeast Asia, um, Indonesia, Philippines, and that area. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's Indonesian and uh, he's Muslim. He's uh, he's a beautiful man. He's you know last when I sat in with him at the Java Jazz Festival uh, in in Jakarta. Uh, yeah, I walked out and there was five thousand screaming girls. <laughs> you know, I'm not used to that. <laughs> so. Um, you know, there's Afghan. There's um, uh, the number one artist in South Africa is Sahara. Uh, they say Sahara, and um, yeah, her her latest record went platinum in 48 hours. Um, mm. She sings in both English and Kosa, and folks mm. who are familiar with South Africa know you know that she would be considered colored, right? In South Africa, they have black, colored, and white. And um, and then there's um, you know Keiko Matsui. Uh, we recorded in Tokyo. Um, man, I can go on and on. It's uh, an, an right, artist from Nigeria named, named Asha. 
uh, ASA, and Asha is huge in Nigeria, but she lives in Paris, and so she's even huger in Europe. And uh, you know, I'm just I could I could go on and on. Well, so where were you? You recorded this album then all over the world, pretty much. You were just in all these various all, places. All over. Yeah, all over. I mean, we we, we were based in, in England. Uh, my producer, James McMillan, lives in Hastings. And so we mixed in England. But um, we primarily, and we recorded some in England. Uh, lovely artists, a couple of artists there. But yeah, we, th- again, it was my birthday present to myself. I'm like, man, I'm going to be 60. It's time for me to get busy and have some fun. <laughs> and yeah, we, <laughs> I got a lot of frequent flyer miles from you, man. I, I guess you have. Well, you know what, Kirk? I think you've had a little bit of fun in your life. I mean, we've certainly had a lot of fun listening to your music. For people who don't know, you have such a musical family. Uh, I think pretty much most of or many of your family members have played at our church at West Angeles Cathedral, including you do a recording there when you coming back by the way oh yes we will be back at west angeles with our gospel according to jazz christmas show we've got mesa and adam harley and that date is not in my head but it's in december I know I should it should be in mind too because they just mentioned it I was there yesterday and they did mention it. I'm like it's not in my head but anyway and, and anybody who's in Los Angeles this is one you really don't want to miss I just have to get that little plug in for you um, oh, but you. all that being being said how is the family you know I think you're you've got your brother is your cousin your uncle yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's nuts. Yeah, you're right. My brother Kevin is an incredible artist, Kevin Whalen. Yes, he is. And, yes, you know, he is. He, he was just recently on tour with Marcus Miller doing um, an Al Jarreau tribute. Al Jarreau was his biggest influence. Oh. And so, yeah, so he, he, of course, knows Al Jarreau's material, you know, backwards and forwards. So um, he did that with him. My, net, my Our son, Kyle, plays with Kelly Clarkson. So if, if you... He lives out there now, but if you if you turn on the Kelly Clarkson show, look for the bass player, and that's Kyle. Oh, um, that's your son. Another, yeah, that's our that's son, you. Kyle. Oh he my was gosh. born out there. He, I'm sorry, he was born in Houston, but but we lived out there when he was a little boy. He went to Pasadena um, Montessori School and all of that. Right. And, oh my yeah. goodness! I, no, I remember then, him when he was little. <laughs> it's like okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got his own little ones now. He's he's thirty seven. But we also my another nephew plays with Bruno Mars. If you if you look up uh, whenever Bruno Mars is on, look for that tall, handsome guy playing the trombone and singing, and that's that's Cameron Wingham. My goodness. So you guys have really, you know, you're kind of like the Marcellus family. You know, it's like you're spread out. And I absolutely love that. And everybody is doing well. It's it's not easy to make. A career out of music it, it's not really easy how do you think this has all happened well it, it's funny it's a paradox it's making a career in music is both almost impossible and it's mm-hmm. easy and in, in the sense that if that's your calling if that's something that you can't help but do then you should do it and you should know that there are many ways to make a living in music and and people laugh when i say that but it's true i mean you just have to be determined and you have to be flexible but you have to be diligent you know and it's it's Mm just people who are diligent and passionate about what they do will always 
have something to do in the area they love. And 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 when I say that, people say, "Hey, man, uh, come on, be realistic." I am being realistic. If you're diligent uh-huh. and you're passionate, you are unstoppable. Well, that is so true. That you know, you are. That's that's a really good quote. We should just take that and use that as a quote because um, that's just true. There, there's nothing else you can say about that. It's very true. So, you know, looking I, at music, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say as well. You know, God always opens doors for for us. You know, when when uh, those two things are are in play. Hmm. No, he really does, um, and a lot of people don't realize that until sometimes it's too late. But they'll get to it when they <laughs> when they do. Uh, it's always a good thing, you know. So going back to uh, humanité, did I say it correctly? Humanité. Ah, okay. Well, it's kind of uh, <laughs> it's kind of a of a vision too of of Dr. King of you know just. How he influenced people and how communities come together. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Well, we we did a documentary um, of the making of Humanité. Uh, we, you know, my filmmaker buddy Jim Hainan, who has you know an award-winning filmmaker, uh, followed me around and uh, us around. Uh, James McMillan, my producer, and me. And um, when he finished, uh, the last thing we did was an interview with me here in Memphis. I live in Memphis. My, Ruby and I, I met Ruby when I was 15, and we've been together since then. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot of years mm-hmm. of, of joy. Mm-hmm. But um, when when he interviewed me here, of course, I told him about being here when Martin King was shot, and I was nine years old. Wow. And it completely you know, rock my world. I had no idea how to process that this terrible thing that had happened. And when, uh, you know, when, when the filmmaker heard that story, it just all came together for him. Like he saw what I am doing, making these collaborations, these connections with people, artists from different cultures, and going around in particular, and 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 sort of living in solidarity and in proximity with people who are poor, people who are otherized and marginalized. He said, that's exactly what you were talking about when you said, you know, that Martin Luther King uh, in the last years of, couple of years of his life was all about the beloved community, about people who were poor and and struggling and oppressed in all cultures, uh, white, right. like all colors. And so that's what Humanité ultimately is about, is music that addresses those things and uplifts people. Well, you know, music is still the universal language. It does that. It's very interesting. I'm looking at all the Korean pop groups that have pretty much taken black music and they're making mega, mega millions off of it. And I'm not mad at them for that. Uh, but it, but it's interesting about how our culture and our music has just, if there's anything that has brought the world together, it has been that. And I'm looking at what's going on in this country right now. How do you think humanity can work with what we're dealing with currently right here at home? Well, of course, you know, um, it it goes without saying that humanity is a reaction to what's going on here in this this country and, and in many countries right now. But you're right that um, it, it, that, it, that is a general theme of it, you know, um, is that, you know, we speak with one voice, you know, that, um, that, it, that in every culture, the thing that brings people together is music. 
And and not only that, you're right that it's incontrovertible that black music has impacted the world like no other music ever. And ever. so when I ever. go to yeah, when I go to Indonesia or Japan or France, wherever, and I'm recording with an artist who grew up listening to, you know, Aretha Franklin and Whitney Houston, I mean, Afghan learned English listening to Whitney Houston, um, mm. you know, and, and, and on and on, you know, this artist Grace Tahedkin from, from uh, Malaku Island in, in Southeast Asia, you know, she said, yeah, I mean, I, I listen to Nina Simone, <laughs> you know, and ultimately... Mm. Uh, you know, people like Candace Springs, and and she, you know, she said that's basically who I listen to to to, to formulate, you know, who I am as an artist. And she's an incredible artist, and that ha that is the story. That black music, even when we went to Africa, and 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 recorded with Mikasa and Zahara, you know, they all were saying, well, yeah, I mean, black, you know, um, African American music. Uh, is what you know the the far majority of my playlist is. Mm -hmm. Wow, yes, I believe that. That's so funny. I, I'll have to share with you a quick uh, story that I have of being in, uh, when it was still Kinshasa, Zaire, uh, now it's the Congo, um, and we were in kind of dire straits there and trying to leave the country. This was like many, many years ago when Mobutu was still there, and I was over there doing a documentary of all places. They weren't going to let us out of the country, and how I got out of the country, I negotiated uh, a, not even a CD. What do we have back in those days a cassette tape that I had with me of Gerald Levert and they wanted that so bad that they made sure we got clear passage out of Kinshasa so yes there you have it that's really easy to believe and the sort of uh you know transactional uh situation that goes on there at the airport I know quite well Yes, exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And thank God, you know, Gerald lived long enough for me to let him know that thanks to him that we are now standing here at a music conference, you know, in Palm Springs because I was able to leave Kinshasa because of, of his <laughs> song. God bless Oh, I know. Don't you miss him? I just, I love that man so much, his entire family. Yeah, I, I was hanging out with his dad the other day, and, uh, you know, just hug him extra hard, man. I know as a dad and granddad, it's just hard for me to even imagine. What he oh, was. I know. I know. And, and still, even today, it's hard to believe that he and Sean are gone. That's a whole other story. But for everybody out there listening, this is Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. My guest today is the one and only Kirk Whalem, who has a new album out called Humanite. What do you want uh, the audience to come away with, uh, you know, and fans to take away from this, this, new, this new piece? Well, I want, I want them to feel um, empowered to... You know, to celebrate this this thing that we have here called diversity. I want them to be empowered to to smile and know that this little season of madness that we're going through now, where where people are marginalized and 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 um, you know, we have yeah, we have a president who who calls people's homeland, you know, shithole countries, uh, and mm -hmm. and where immigrants are are, are, are um, hated on for no reason at all, you know. Um, that's a message that I, I unabashedly uh, attach to humanity, that 
that you know there's such a beauty of of diversity and and just man all the riches of cultures that we get to share from each other and we're so blessed and and we are, we can be a blessing to others we just have to ignore certain things that are going on and just do what we what, what we know to do in our heart to live our lives with empathy yes well, Kirk, you know what? You have done that. You and your entire family has brought us so much great music. And the good news is that you certainly aren't done. Everybody else, and you got a whole nother generation coming up. So we'll be hearing the Whalums for some time to come now, I am so sure. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good thing. Thank you so much. I'm going to be at the Christmas concert. I'll look for you. All I can't right. Miss Thanks you. for being. I love you both. Love you, too. And for everybody else, don't forget to subscribe to SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you download all of these Hollywood Live Extra shows because you don't want to miss any of them. And if you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra on AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.